Do you hear that sound, Chris Sims? I don't. That sound is the stomping of feet, rumbling back, Lefko's feet. The gap is closing, Chris Sims. Are you nervous? Fendrick, tell him how much ground I made up last week. You made up a lot of ground, Lefko. Tell him about it. Right now in the bank accounts, Chris Sims, 640 bleacher bucks. Adam Lefko, 260 bleacher uh, bucks. Landslide. A difference landslide. of what? I don't do math in my head. You it's guys a difference know that. Of 380. More than double. That's what it is. Last week I was down 1,010. This week I'm down 380. Oh man, you got saved by Jacksonville getting the push. Gosh, that really saved you. I'll tell you what. I hit Chargers, Seattle, Green Bay. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, those are good 750 ones. 750 or 650 ones. right there. Cam and yeah, Lauren came by the, the office. Yeah. Cam and Lauren came by the office last Sunday, right. and Adam was here by himself. And right. I asked Cam how it was, and he said Adam was just pacing around, losing his mind alone. Oh, gosh. it's so I'm so glad I don't have to be here on Sundays anymore. It's so great. We need to watch one game together. No, we don't. Are we doing the playoffs? No, we don't. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Super Bowl? Yeah, let's just keep the streak alive. Just never oh, watch yeah. a football game yeah. together again. Right. It's over. Sorry. We're okay. done. Left We're enemies right on Sundays. I'm going to be honest. You talk too much during games, so it's probably for the best. Yeah, that's right. I love, it. I love that you don't like when people talk, and you were the number one talker in Bleacher Report for four years. Well, yeah. Well, because we talked about different things. <laughs> no. we Yeah. You're dumb. Who knows what it was? It was just dumb shit constantly. I don't know. All I know is what would Chris say when he'd come in 20 minutes late and I'd fill him in on the games? Thanks, man. You really appreciate you. Really appreciate sure, you. You would always be 20 late and Lefko would give you a download on seven games at once. Yes. No, that was great. That was great. Yes. And then Josh's brother was like, how does that even happen? Oh, and then your friends. And then and then what I loved is that you got mad at the guy who talked after you you would be the one that was talking for the hour previous to that. Then the guy started. Some we had some guy coming to talk, and then you'd get mad at him. Yeah, because he'd be like, "Ah, I shouldn't have played him on my flex," and I'd be like, "I don't care about your flex." Uh, I know. I um, I really just want to watch games by myself all the time. I really do. Locked in a dark cave. I at this point of the year, I've watched every game either by myself yeah. or with Josh. Right. And then the times that other people have been in the office, me and Josh look at each other and go, "We need to get rid of them." Gosh. Yeah. I guess this is the only place where you can watch all the games. This is why you come here. It's a good setup. If you go on Instagram, Sims and Lefko, I usually show the setup. I can put, I rank my games. I got three games out there. I got one, two, and then red zone. And then I got two games on the right. So I got four games in red zone. And then I know how to use all the controls now. So if I, if one game, like Bengals Saints, popping that one off, putting the new one on. Right. But it's, it's hard. You're what? Three or four games at once. Um, Yeah. Well, you're at NBC. At home, I can go five at once. Yeah, five, I put one on my laptop, four on the TV. And yeah, then so at NBC, you're doing... Everything. Everything. Yeah, it's a pretty good setup. Everything is too much sometimes. It is too much. I, I always cancel games out. Like, I'll be honest, as someone that has to talk about the NFL to people that care about the NFL, at this point, the reason I, I, I even put the audio up on Red Zone is I'm just realizing a lot of NFL fans get their football from Red Zone. And it's... I watch Twitter, too, and it's really funny to watch Twitter react to a touchdown that just went up on Red Zone oh, gotcha. when it happened a while ago. Right. And I go, you know, because I care about how people consume the games, but then also making it happen. Right. But 
I had a big run. I uh, felt really good about it. How did Four Sims do? In slate ga- was awesome. How did that Sims really do? In guaranteed to lose. Uh, guaranteed to lose. Sims was three and two last week. Hit the Bengals, Cardinals, and Raiders. Lost the Titans and Browns. So Ooh. overall, thirty-eight and twelve. Those hey. were the two shocking games of the week. I could deal with that. Yep. Sometimes it happens. Do you want me to read this email before we get going? Yeah. And Lefko Locks went two one and one. Two one and one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Read this email. So we got this email last night from our uh, a listener, Reese Coyman, I think is how you say his last name. I probably screwed that up. Uh, kind of long, but it's pretty great. So here's what Reese sent us last night. Uh, thought I'd share my gambling story with you guys as you helped me. It all started with two parlays totaling $30. Some of the bets were the Saints to beat Baltimore and the Panthers against Philly. I won and made 750 I live in Sydney, Australia. It's hard to watch the NFL live, especially as a Packers fan, because getting to Lambeau would be so expensive. After I won, I realized the Packers were playing in L.A. that week, thought, fuck it, rolled 750 on the Texans game, it came off, and I won 2200 What Texans game? Uh, this say. would have been the week before Packers-Rams, so I don't know which game that was. Okay. I got it. Uh, Thursday night football finished at 2.30 p.m. Sydney time on Friday. I bought a plane ticket, jumped on the plane Saturday, watched the Packers in L.A. on Sunday. It was incredible. I left 100 of my account, made more bets with suggestions from your gambling show. It was the Texans-Dolphins, I think, on that Thursday night. Oh, gotcha. Either that or the Broncos. Those bets won me 1200 so as I walked out of the Coliseum, I bought tickets to the final game of the World Series, grabbed a lift straight there, and was able to watch Boston win the trophy. I was also lucky enough to get tickets to watch the Lakers and the LA Kings. All the tickets to the games and the flights for were paid with my winnings. It was amazing. Thanks so much for your tips, guys. They do make a difference. You also give out great info of how games break down, which is great knowledge for player prop bets. Mm, I like it. This guy, all expenses paid from Sydney to LA, saw the Packers, the World Series, the Lakers, and the Kings off of advice from this gambling show. And if anyone's out there that's lost their house because of our... Send those emails in, too. Did you know that Florio wrote an article apologizing, or not apologizing, but saying that he shouldn't, you shouldn't take his gambling advice as gospel? Oh, I heard him talk about it, yes. Because he got right. a complaint from someone about the Eagles-Cowboys uh, right. game. Right. He said the Eagles were going to win, and they lost a month's salary on the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. What? Look, I did an interview. It's going to be in a podcast with Awful Announcing, and they were talking about gambling. And I said, look, I- I'm just going to break it to you. I don't bet with my own money anymore. Because through this show, I've realized how hard it is to bet on the NFL. And I, I can't imagine really risking a ton. Now, if I'm going to have fun with my friends, I'm going to bet. Absolutely. But if you don't have the means, do not do it. It's not smart. Because I'll tell you what, that ball can bounce a funny way, and all of a sudden you don't cover, and it's it's crazy. Yeah. So. I have fun doing it, but I don't bet my money anymore. I used to, but not anymore. I'll bet with you straight up on a game. Like, if we disagree on one today, I think we should do another $20 bet. Okay. Ready to get going? Yeah. Of course I'm ready to get going. Go ahead. Against Chris Sims? Go ahead. I'd love to. Double, the, lo- go- double the loser of me. Am I going for four in a row or three or five in a row? Four in a row, right? I mean, two in a row. We've only done the spreads two years in a row. How Other thing was five games a week that Josh All right, picked. so I'm going for three in a row. Yeah. First game of the week, Thursday Night Football, the 4-4-1 four, four, and one Green Bay Packers taking on the 4-5 and five Seattle Seahawks. Spread in this game, Seattle minus 2.5. Chris Sims, take it away. Um, okay, Thursday Night Football game, both defenses not very good at stopping the run. That is certainly one thing I look at. Uh, I have I don't really put it any so there's only one team that can run the football in the, uh, this matchup though I don't, I'm not putting stock into the Green Bay's run defense yet not yet I mean you mean Green Bay's run offense. run offense you're not going to see one game of Aaron Jones to go they right figured it out. you know and there's a little bit of success against the New England Patriots who played a game really just to stop Aaron Rodgers and right. and there they had some success too so I, 
I got to see it before I buy into that. Thursday night, scary. I also think about the game, you know, hey, in Seattle, it's one of the hardest places to play. Green Bay, can they, this is the interesting part of the game. They're both coming off emotional games or emotional runs. Yes. Green Bay's played, this is their fourth week in a row of a playoff game. And last week, don't be fooled by the score of 31 to 12 against the Miami Dolphins, right? You watched it. It was very close, right? It's like tw- it was like 14 to 12. Uh, something like that, right? In the fourth quarter, right? Early and in the fourth And then it was maybe? a bad Brock Osweiler interception. Right. He gave the Packers a short field. Exactly. And then they got that quick touchdown. It just compounded itself. Exactly right. And, and the Dolphins, they just don't play smart football. No, they don't. They don't. You're exactly the bad. They had the uh, bad snap on the Over first Osweiler's drive, right? right? Yeah. All that stuff. So, I, again, you know, to, don't look at final scores. Context of games does matter at times, of course. And, you know, then they came off, of course, the Patriots game before that, which was a must win. And the Rams game was a must win, right? So I look at that. That can take an emotional toll on your football team. Now, on the other side, the Seahawks are really done the same thing. It was Chargers must win. Rams must win. And they lost both of those. But the fact that they're at home and uh, it's the Seattle Seahawks, yes, I favor them in the matchup. Now, the things that scare me to a degree, and it actually this goes to both sides. Like, I know Green Bay sacks the quarterback a lot. But neither one of these teams have great pass rushers or great athletes on the edge, which always can scare me to a degree with these two quarterbacks because then they can be capable of taking over in those type of situations. That's going to be fun for us, though. It will be a fun watch. I no think this is going to be that. a really fun game. I agree. Last uh, night. At the end of the day, though, I am taking the Seattle Seahawks, and I am betting $200 on it. Wow. I know. Maybe a little aggressive. I'm not sure. But I'm going with the... It's a, a good bet. The Thursday night. And let me tell you, yes. I, I have a stat that's yeah. going to make you – I'm just going to – I'm going Seattle 50. Okay. I've just decided I don't want to talk a lot about the Thursday games anymore. Yeah, because you don't know. Well, no, no, no. I sound like an idiot the next day if we're wrong. Well, yeah. Like, if Green Bay wins this game, we're going to sound like an idiot. So I'm just not going to talk. Yeah, okay. But here is the stat. Right. One, Chris Carson's back, which is huge. Right. In the last 12 years, yeah. teams that fly two or more time zones west – for a Thursday night football game, yeah. have never won or covered Thursday night football. Wow. This happened earlier with Minnesota, the Rams. Remember, they did not cover. They did not win. They lost 38-31. to 31. Okay. 11 times. Those teams are 0-11 straight up. That makes me feel better. 0-11 against the spread. Okay. This is a Packers team that's 0-4 on the road, and they've given up 140.6 yards per game on the ground since week six. Oof. Fifth worst in the NFL. I'm going Good 50. I, like I got Seattle winning 24-21. Yeah. What was your score? Oh, my score was 30-21. to So I, you have a pretty sizable I one. see it being about your score and, and you Seattle punching one in late, like going on a drive that wears the, the Packers out with a run game. I really think this could be a fun, fun game. I hope so. I really do. It's got, they got some cool history, these two teams, you know, some recent history. And they got two quarterbacks that I think are, you know, I think you and I would agree are capable of being the greatest one man bands on, on the planet. 100%. So, all right, guys, first yeah. game on Sunday, the five and four Cincinnati 200. Bengals. I know. It's on the bet. road, visiting the four and five Baltimore Ravens. Spread in this game. For now, we're going to call this a pick 'em because Joe Flacco's status is still up in the air. If a line, if his status is announced and a line does come out, we're going to trade texts, and we'll post a, a screenshot of our conversation my, my about how we're doing is, on the line. If lines. the line comes out yeah. and it's three or less, right. I think the bets stand. If the line comes out and it's a bigger line, then I think we need to we have a conversation. Do you agree to that? Okay, I agree okay. with that. It's sure. been decided. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that. Chris, take it away. Um, 
I'm changing my betting my my betting strategy this week. Like, he had a Lefko esque crisis. This like morning. I'm sick of losing fifty dollars on some of the games where I go, uh, you know, because fifty is like no. So I I went to ten on some of these. You're gonna see. You're gonna tell me. <laughs> you already know. <gasps> what this guy talked so much crap. Yeah. Oh, your ten dollars, your ten dollars. <laughs> You know who didn't make a $10 bet this week? You. This guy. Yes. Good luck. Staying ahead of the trend, right? You'll be back on the 10s next week after <laughs> I win. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, to, to be honest, we talked about this before the show. Yeah. A lot of these games, I feel like I know where they're going to go, which means I know nothing. So go ahead. I don't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't. So, All right, so I totally lied to you early when I was just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I feel good about it, too. All right, well, then I feel yeah. really confident. Go ahead, Bengals <laughs> okay. and Ravens. All right, Bengals and Ravens. Okay. All right, I guess the first thing is, I mean, the quarterback situation, of course. We don't know what the hell's going to go on. Am I crazy to think that I think they're going to play both quarterbacks if Joe Flacco doesn't play? I like, I really think they're going to. If I'm them, that's what I would do. I would go, you know what? RG3 starts the game. Lamar, you're going to get a plenty of snaps, too. We're going to put you both on the field a lot of different times. And I would think they have some – if they're smart, they should have some crazy plays in the game plan this week where RG3 and Lamar are on the field at the same time. Seriously, how do the Bengals know what to prepare for this Exactly. Week? That's what I, that, That's where I like that from that standpoint. And, hey, don't forget, Lamar can be quarterback, and RG3 can do the same things Lamar does when he's not the quarterback and runs speed sweeps. In fact, he's faster than Lamar. So that's where I think it could be cool, mm. just from that aspect. You're right. I, no one's talking about RG3 all week. Right. So, I mean, to me, that's... It's either Joe or, or, or RG or... Or uh, Lamar, Lamar, right. Yeah. I, I would trust RG3. If you made me start a guy, I would go it should be rg3 if you're just going to play one guy i do think they should play both and i do think that they should play through their strength which is their o-line as well and come up with some creative run stuff and these two guys can run and do that and guess what the Bengals defense stinks okay stinks stinks i mean it's horrible they just fired uh terrell Austin. right so i i just i have no faith in what the Bengals are in a football team i'm picking the ravens okay for 50 dollars uh i don't think this <laughs> Hello, Mr. Raven. How are you? It's good to see you again. But yes, I have no faith in the Bengals at all. Uh, at all. As a team. And, you know, A.J. Green, that whole situation. The bang- the Ravens coming off a bye week, certainly in a desperate situation. I said Ravens 20-17. to 17. When a team gets shellacked like the Bengals did last week, yeah. what do you think normally happens next week? I'm just curious what you think. I don't yeah, have yeah. No, I mean, no. I, oh, well, what do I think happens the next week? That The team puts one of their best, most spirited efforts you together so? of the year. Right. I just feel like mean both they win. of these teams are coming off of like demoralized. Like the Baltimore Ravens have just been losing yeah. a lot before the bye. Right. The Bengals really have owned this series. Yeah, Like I know. eight and two in the last ten. And mm-hmm. you remember earlier, there is a chance that A.J. Green might play. Play, but okay. I don't think so. He did not practice today. It just came out on Thursday. Okay. So I don't think AJ Green's going to play. Uh, Baltimore, their last four weeks after the bye, they've won three of them. Uh, I would not be surprised if Baltimore won this game big. I really would. I, I hear you. Because I think that they're the better team, yep. and I think that they're a team that has something to play for. Right. And I know that Cincinnati's going to go, we're the sixth seed. Man, you ain't the sixth seed in any universe. Yeah. And more importantly, they signed Hugh Jackson. So, like, what does Hugh Jackson do? Like I he guarantee, loses. yeah, they're losing, man. They're losing. I love how it comes back to here. I had it at a hundred. I brought it down to your exact bet. 50? I did fifty dollars yeah. on Baltimore. Um, oh my god, huge! Oh my god, 
You've gotten Smeagol lately on the Raven thing. Come on, you I don't got know. it, Lefko. Hugh. <laughs> you got it. Come on. What you happened? Got it. The Raven <laughs> yes. is flying over Cincinnati. You have to do. You have to start off with your send the Raven. That's... Send the Raven. There. See, then you get the voice. Hugh Jackson has taken a stand. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm going $50 on okay, Baltimore. <laughs> Damn. Um... I think that Baltimore can beat him with Lamar. I think they can beat him with RG3. Yep. I think they can beat him with Joe Flacco without a hip. He can get a hip replacement, go out there on a, on a hospital bed. I think I just think Baltimore is the better team. Yeah. And I look at Cincinnati, and their defense is just so bad. So bad. And if A.J. Green doesn't play, if A.J. Green doesn't play, the Tyler Boyd routes aren't there anymore. Yeah. The John Ross, all the pressure's on him, and he ain't nothing. Right. CJ Uzoma ain't doing anything at tight end. Yeah. And Joe you. Mixon ain't running on this Baltimore defense. I feel like this is going to be the game that I look back at and go, I wish I put more on the I Ravens. know. I know. Because what was your score? I did 20 to 17, but I, I did 26 to 17. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wanted, I thought about like going man, heavy. But I think the history of Cincinnati That's having that. That's the reason I stopped. I go, and then the quarterback uncertainty, I kind of chickened out. There were, there were too many. Yeah, moments, right. but I just go, man, the Ravens are such a better team than yeah, them. Yeah. All right, guys, next game on the Sunday slate here the four and five Dallas Cowboys on the road visiting Another the four and five game. Atlanta yeah. Falcons. Spread in this game, Atlanta minus three and a half, Chris. Okay, so um, um, where do I start here? Okay, so first of all, this is not going to be like last year. Don't look at last year, okay? Eight sacks. Right. Adrian Claymore with right. six sacks because Tyron Smith was out. And was Chaz, Chaz Green. Green. Right, exactly. Right. Chaz got Chaz. Disaster. Somebody so. somebody looked at last year. Yeah. So, well, uh, well, Tyron Smith right now mispracticed with back spasms. Yeah, that could be an issue. Right. I mean, if he misses, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, either way, though, this is where we'll start off. Um, Atlanta's offense, hey, it's good. We know that. Dallas defense is very good. Real really quick, just so yeah. you know, there's like 50% of these games were teams that played last year, and I'm very curious how much that impacts this year. So each game that this happens, right. I'll bring it up. But that, I mean, this was that was the 27 to seven Atlanta beats Dallas yes. and embarrasses them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back to you. No, it's all good. All good. I know. And and that I thought about it too as I was picking the game. I was like, oh wait, man, that was not a good matchup for Dallas last year. But you know, I, I'm taking this as Tyrone Smith is going to play sure. as of right now. But Dallas's defense versus Atlanta offense. This is where it's different than last year, right off the bat. I mean, Dallas's D is the real deal. I mean, they're all three levels. And I have said, and I will say again, the cornerback duo for the Dallas Cowboys is as good as anybody in the NFL. It's a special duo. Cal- Colin Collins, Chris Collinsworth right. is like Byron Jones is the best press corner in the NFL he's, right now. He's in that discussion. He's Jalen Ramsey ish. I mean, his body makeup is that. We know what he did at the combine exactly. with the 11-foot broad jump. He's a yeah. freak show. So yeah. he's been phenomenal. And I, I do. I think they can match up and slow down this Atlanta attack on that side of the ball. I look at the other side of the ball, and I go, man, if, if Dallas just kind of stays with the power run game and does things like that, I do think they can move the ball and overpower Atlanta's front seven. Rushing yards per play. What yeah. do you think Atlanta's defense is ranked? Mm. I wouldn't think it's good. 31st. Yeah, because it, 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 it's rushing yards to play is a nice stat for them because a lot of the teams, especially when their defense was really struggling, didn't even want to waste their time rushing because they were like, we can get 20 yards per pass, so right. why would we run like right. that? So that's what scares me there, okay? I know you're trying to move along here. Um, I think this game is a very $50-$50 dollar game. I am going with the Dallas Cowboys. 
Okay, I don't think they're going to win the game. I'm betting $10 on the Cowboys. <laughs> Yee-haw, go roll me a Falcon today. Uh, yes, but I, I don't feel. I could see the Cowboys winning this. I'm going 23-20 Falcons. I'm only picking them because they're home. And I just, Dallas is such a roller coaster that I decided to go with Atlanta there. Who do you have in this $50-$50 game? Yeah, that was a funny one. Did uh, I say $50-$50? Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it's scary that the Cowboys are 1-4 and four on the road, but I'll tell you what, they look damn good in Philadelphia. Last season, I think it's interesting when a team gets embarrassed at a place. They're going to want to go back there and prove them wrong. The Cowboys are coming off of a super emotional win. The Falcons are coming off of a super deflating loss. That advantage, in my mind, goes to Atlanta. Yes. I already told you what you said. Atlanta's run defense stinks. Right. They're also 29th in sacks per pass attempt. Mm. So Dak will have time to let some plays develop with Amari Cooper and all that. Uh, Dallas's linebackers, how do they love to defend, Sims? Side Side to side. side How do the Falcons run the ball? Mostly it's side to side. Mostly outside. So to me, I went, they're going to run right into Dallas's D. Right. Falcons average over 32 points per game at home. Dallas averages just over 16 points per game on the road. That's advantage Atlanta. Yeah. But I don't think... I'm not sure if the Cowboys have faced a passing attack like the Falcons have all year. Right. But this is also one of the better pass rushes that I think the Falcons are going to take. I have the Falcons winning this game 26 to 23, mm. and I got $50 on the Cowboys to cover this spread. Yeah. Just going to let that you so know, right there. Like, oh, that could be content. Not this week. Not going to do it. But I, I think that this is, this in my mind, could be a Dallas win. Yeah. But I, I think that it will be close because I just I think as the game keeps going on, Matt Ryan with some more opportunities is going to put some points on the board, and I'm not that confident yet. But I could totally see Zeke owning this game yeah. and Matt Ryan struggling. But right. I'm going to three-point Falcons win, which is a cover. We're, we're, we're together. All right, guys, we got a good one for you here in the New York area on Sunday. The 3-6 and six Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road visiting the 2-7 and seven New York Giants. Spread in this game is Giants minus 2. Sims, over to you. Really quick, yep. though. This was a game that they played last year. Eli ran a little bit. They went down. They scored the touchdown. They got the lead. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came back and kicked the field goal to win the game. That's right. I remember that game. Right? So down another, in, another down in Tampa. Yeah. And it's now we're back in New York. But another yeah. matchup that happened last year. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that kind of correlation between last year and this year. Um, all right. I mean, Tampa's defense stinks. We know that. I will say, as far as the matchup, on that side of the ball, you know, Tampa's linebackers can run. Maybe they can slow down Saquon Barkley in the pass game to a degree. I think if I think about another advantage, maybe Tampa could have. You know, Tampa's D line is not it's it's a formidable bunch where they they have the possibility of overrunning that Giants right side of their offensive line to a degree. But I was definitely uh more impressed with how the Giants protected against the 49ers last week. That was one of their their better jobs they've done all year. And and the 49ers D line is is not you know no pushover. They got some guys that are big and have some size. I look at that and go, okay, I, I'm of course scared of the Giants and their ability to make big plays with Odell, Saquon, Sterling Shepard, all the weapons. Tampa's defense doesn't have a lot of talent on the back seven, nor does it have a great scheme either. I also look, okay, flip it over to the other side, and I go the the Giants defense. You know, I don't know what the Giants' defense is. I really don't. It's a little bit all over the place. 
Uh, Ogletree getting beat here. Right. Landon Collins exactly. getting beat there. Yes. Not doubling pr- playmakers like George Kittle. Yes. And then they have weeks where they slow down the Atlanta Falcons, and I go, oh, okay, that was not a bad performance by them. And they're just they're a little bit all over the place to me from that regard. This game scares me. I mean, if anybody was thinking about really betting real money on this, you need to go to the psychologist and evaluate yourself, okay? Don't don't bet on teams that are unpredictable and do stupid shit. I, I mean, agree. Tampa Bay moved the ball down the field on the Redskins last week. Every drive. Yes. Every drive and ended up with three points for the game. They're the first team ever right. with 498 total yards and three points that's in the a, history of the game. I never knew that, but and that's I'll amazing. And I'll explain to you why right. after you After I pick it. Right, so here I go. I'm petty. I'm taking the Giants for $10. $10. That sounds like Section 236 where I used to sit uh, for Giants home games. But, yes, I'm going Giants 24-21. Okay, so um, you know what's really funny is we're agreeing with each other. Yeah. Um, but my, my questions are: Giants are zero four at home. Talking to our sound guy, Nikki G. The Giants do seem to play better on the road. It is funny when they're away that Eli seems more comfortable. Yeah. Falcons game, they move the ball. Uh, this the, this past week, San Francisco, right. he had a little bit of life on right. him. Eli is going to have time in the pocket. So should Fitzpatrick. Mm. But the reason that it's really funny with the Tampa Bay Bucks is can the Giants keep up with the pace of this offense at Tampa Bay because they move the ball? Tampa Bay is really bad at turnovers. They're now minus 19. So that, that Washington game, four turnovers, two missed field goals. Yeah. They got a team that can drive down the field and it's Humphreys for 15 and Godwin for 20 and Deshaun for 12. And then Fitzpatrick decides, oh, I'm going to fumble in the middle of the field. I'm going to just throw it over here. He gets down to the red zone and he shits his pants. Right. It's unbelievable. Right. So I, in this game, am also going Giants for $50. Huh. So we're all we're all aligned right now. Except for the, I guess, no, the we've money. We've agreed on everything. We've agreed on everything. It's the but, money in week one. No, but I, yeah, I mean, but yeah, exactly. But those three games, I am not going to be betting small anymore. Because in my mind, the Baltimore-Cincinnati game, the Atlanta-Dallas game, the Tampa Bay Giants game were a bunch of teams that are inconsistent. Yes. I don't know what we're going to get. Right. I believe from here on out, there are more consistent teams playing, but I'm lock stop stop with you right there. Lock step with you. What did what was your uh, score? I I have the Giants winning twenty seven twenty four. Okay, so yep, three points were there. What together. did you have? Twenty four twenty one. So even our spreads are somewhat. Yes, alike. they are. You guys are in lock stop with each other. All right, moving on <laughs> to the next. Josh you, hasn't given us any of the weather yet. You've seen that movie Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, right? No, you've never seen that movie. Who's the main actor? You've seen Snatch. Yes, it's the, oh, it's, the gotcha. pre, it's the movie before Snatch. It's Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie movie. It's a great movie. You would like I'm it. I'm sure. Yeah, I love Snatch. Yeah, this is this is just as good as Snatch, if not better. Just any not weather as many that we need to actors. know about? No weather yet. I haven't pulled up. If you guys want it, do you want the weather in the games? Well, I mean, if it's interesting. Okay. I'll None of that. these ones were that interesting, so don't worry Ooh, about we're it. We're going down to Florida now, though, which is always interesting this time of oh, year. Oh yeah. All right, next game on the one o'clock slate on Sunday: the six two and one Pittsburgh Steelers on the road visiting the three and six Jacksonville Jaguars. Spread in this game is minus five and a half. Uh, Steelers are favored. Opened at three and a half. Uh, Weather in Jacksonville on Sunday. Partly cloudy, high of 73, Chris. Okay. Um, Hmm. Pittsburgh's offense versus Jacksonville's defense. 
Hey, Jacksonville's defense is not the same as last year. There's just no other way to say it. The first thing is, is their front four. I mean, their front four last year was on pace at one point to break the all-time sack record. Yep. This they year, were, they're, they were called Saxonville. Right. This year, they're 27th in football in sacks. Hmm. Great formula for one of the best O-lines in football that basically never gets Ben Roethlisberger hit. That scares me from that point of the matchup. Also, this is the most complete offense that Jacksonville's had to play all year long. I mean, you know, Steelers can do whatever. They can do anything. They're a successful run team, successful pass team, pass protect. Doesn't really matter. Oh, you want to play one-on-one. Okay, great. Do we know what the status is of A.J. Bouye? Is he playing? A.J. Bouye was at practice. Okay. He was limited, but there's a good chance he's going to play. They need him because I don't think they're ever going to get pressure on Jacksonville unless they play, take some chances man-to-man and blitz the Pittsburgh Steelers from time to time. Hey, this is going to be a last-ditch effort for Jacksonville. I mean, this really could be it. They lose this game. I mean, they will really have to have miraculous things happen in the AFC South and everywhere else for them to get in the I'd playoffs. I already say it's done. Okay. And All right, I'd also so, like for us to get credit for not having Jacksonville and the Eagles making a run this year. Yeah, I know. I think I might have had Jacksonville in the playoffs but not winning the AFC South. I can't remember. I me- I know I said I thought they could start out Maybe. bad with the one and three thing, right? Yeah. But I, I think I did act- ultimately have them in. Um, okay, so that's that side of the ball. The other side of the ball, Jacksonville's uh, offense. Hey, Jacksonville's offense, Leonard Fournette, he was be- good last week. He's still not 100% for, for my money from what I watched on film. And you know Linder's out. Yeah, Right, so I know he's out. Their Starting O-line seven. is not as good as last year to begin with, as is. Pittsburgh's defense is rolling right now. They really are. They do all the little things. Their defensive line is very good as far as um, – creating pressure, havoc. They've really started to dominate football games in a major way. And I like the way they're secondary and, and just the way they're coached. You know, again, they've become one of those teams, left go, where I look at and go, man, the guys are dropping in the right way. They take the chance to play man-to-man in the right situations. So I look at all that. I am betting $50 on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm, how come so low? Uh, and I think they're going to win 27-20 because it's still Jacksonville at home, desperate. They have a... They match up decently with the way Pittsburgh wants to be the bully on the field. And I don't know. I just I guess I'm a little scared of Jacksonville's desperation there. But I, like I said, Steelers 27-20. In their last five, the Steelers are 5-0, and straight up and against the spread. Mm. In their last five, the Jaguars are 0-5 and, and straight up and against the spread. Wow. Last 15 road games, Pittsburgh, this is just straight up, 13-1-1. Wow. I'm going to go $150 here on Pittsburgh. And the main reason I'm feeling confident, your score was 27-20. Right. My score was 28-18. So the the reason I feel confident is... I like the 18. I don't know how you get to 18. <laughs> like, I was sitting here being like, I guess if like they go for two and they don't get it... it Six field A bunch goals. of field goals. A touchdown or, and yeah. then three field goals. No, that's nope, that not, doesn't work. That, yep. That's... <laughs> Uh, That's not going to work. We call that Texas math. Maybe a safety. All right. So what I came down to was when you when I bet heavily on Jacksonville, I watched every second of that game. Right. And I know they're going to be better at home. But what I saw out of that offense was nothing. Yeah. I saw Blake Bortles getting 80% of his yards on dump downs to Carlos Hyde, TJ Eldon, and maybe two screens to Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Leonard Fournette did have some gaps. But he wasn't hitting those holes that hard. No, he was a little hesitation, all that. Yep. 
Pittsburgh is flying right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching Bud Dupree joyfully taking Le'Veon Bell's, Bell's cleats. He's not worried. Right. I'm a little bit worried about Connor coming off these concussion-like symptoms. Sure. I'm a little bit worried about Stefan Tuitt not practicing yesterday. But I don't have confidence in this Jacksonville offensive line. I know that Bortles is a lot bit better at little bit better at home and AJ Bouye back. I agree with you that I still could see Jacksonville flying all over the place and making this crazy. Yeah. Because Pittsburgh wants to line out and go, he's faster than you and he's faster than you and he's stronger than you and we're gonna push it. Right. It's not a lot of scheme a lot of the time. No. I just think eventually Jacksonville's not gonna be able to do anything. Yeah. And and I want to put my money on the team that I think is rolling right now, and it's trying to fight for the Steelers could honestly get home field advantage. They're looking at right now the Chiefs playing in LA and going, man, the Chiefs lose that game. Yeah. We're right there. Right, still got to play the Chargers. A I lot think of things, the, yeah. I think the Steelers are are going. I love this game. I'm going 150 dollars on the Steelers, but I have a question for my personal fantasy league. Yeah, right. I have Jacksonville's defense. Yeah. The only reason I'm thinking about keeping them is because they play Buffalo next week, and that sounds really nice. But should I pick up the Giants' defense against the Buccaneers? I don't know what the Giants' defense is, but I feel like Fitzpatrick might get me a few turnovers. Or should I roll with Jacksonville? Man, that's a tough one. That's They're both dangerous. They or really the, are. And I'm not picking up the Bengals. I think I would still roll with Jacksonville. All right. I don't know. I just don't trust it. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust the Giants. I don't either. But, man, I don't trust, I don't trust Fitzpatrick either. Ooh, that's a tough one. All I don't right, know so what I'll, to tell you. Keep talking, Ella. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mm. – as I think about it more and more, actually, I'm going, you know what, you should probably go with the Giants. Okay. Yeah. But what about Jacksonville I get Buffalo? scared with Jacksonville. I get scared with Jacksonville where they can – like the AFC divisional game where they can make some plays, but then Ben could throw for 470 yards on their team. Yeah. So I, how does the points work with the defenses? It won't be great if that happens. Yeah, that, that's what would scare me is yeah. that more than anything. So I think you go with the Giants. But I'm thinking I could take a risk this week and then get Jacksonville against Buffalo next you week. You can't get them back, I guess, after that. Yeah, probably Because everybody's going to want them against Everyone, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I might take a risk with my defense. Okay. This, okay. Hey, roughly, real quick, with your Bortles thing, too. I think that you know you talked about the, the plays. Like I didn't chart it play for play. He had 26 completions. I'm going to tell you that I would say 20 of them were screens, yes. dump-offs, or boots in the flat. Dude, and then there was only five or six throws that were actually dropping back, throwing to a wide all receiver. All their drives at the end of the game to make the comeback were yeah. all dump-offs. Yeah. And when you look at it and you look at the receptions, we had five catches by Fournette. Yeah. We had six catches by TJ Yeldon. So that's 11 of the 26 right there. Yeah, come on. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, immediate self-scout Immediate self scout from two minutes ago. Sims, you picked the Jaguars to win the division this year. Lefko, you had him in the playoffs as your sixth seed. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't like him. Yeah, you didn't like it. Okay, moving on, next game of the weekend. <laughs> the 6-3 and three Houston Texans on the road visiting 6-3 and three Washington. Spread in this game is Houston minus three. Weather in Maryland on Sunday. It's going to be a high of 49, mostly cloudy. Okay. Can I ask Josh a question? Yeah. So we're now five games in. Yep. And we've picked the exact same teams. Yep. When you hear that, when you're thinking about making your picks, do you trust that or does that scare you? Um, let's wait till the end of the show to have this conversation. Because okay. I would like you guys to see how this unfolds. Because I know what's coming, uh, but you guys don't. Dun, dun, dun. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. I love this game. All right. So, yeah, this is Houston Washington Redskins. Um, 
Okay, so where do I start here with this? The Let's start off with Washington's basic offense against this incredible D. Exactly right. And this Washington basic offense with a banged-up offensive line against one of the oh. best, most favorite physical chaos-creating front sevens in all of football. This side of the ball is going to be brutal to watch. I would think so. And then, you know, if there's any way to make plays on the Houston Texans defense, it is in the pass game. But, damn, Washington's not going to make them in the pass not game against bit. this group. There's not, no way. There's everybody's just, everybody's banged up, and they're not that good anyway. So I, I just I, I have a hard time looking at Washington's offense, being able to pass protect. Texans run a good scheme on the back end. They do creative things in the pass game. I think Washington's pass offense is also a little bit predictable that way. So that doesn't play out for them. You know, there's also no actually physically gifted weapons on the Redskins pass game. So when they need to play man-to-man or do something, they'll be able to do that. Then I flip it over. Yes. And Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien versus Minuski. With a bye week, right? And... Like, okay, if I have one caveat about this, now the Texans offense can be a hair, you know, predictable. And Minuski, as we know, when you're a little bit predictable, yep. of course can can make things confusing for, for a quarterback. But to say that also, man, Washington's defense was not good last week. I mean, as we just talked right? about. I mean, True. it was a lot of big pass plays. I mean, just chunk pass plays. 15, 10, 20, 15, 5, 8, 10, 25. I mean, it was unbelievable. So that scares me. And Houston has enough of an offense that I still think, like, there's enough creativity there to where they're going to be able to take advantage of some of those zone coverages. Also, you know, again, the Redskins – as singular guys, they don't have great pass rushers. That scares me against somebody like Deion, uh, um, Deshaun Watson. Not even Kerrigan? Kerrigan's good, but I don't look at him as like a special edge gotcha. guy. You know, he's going to do everything right. He's got good hands. He's got a decent first step. He does everything good, but nothing great. And not athletic enough to where I think he can contain a Watson on a regular basis. And I like the Houston run game as well to that. You know, so I look at it from that standpoint and go, man, Houston's only favored by three. I'm taking the Houston Texans, obviously, for $750. Yee-haw! Ride that bull, ride that bull, ride, ride, ride. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Seven. Um, I lost my Mother. sound again. Motherfucker. Yes. I don't know. I lost my sound again. I, don't, I hear you now. You hear me? Yeah. Oh, there I am. Um, yeah, I God just, I just look at this matchup. I'm putting $150 on the Houston Texans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm rooting for myself because I'm making that a left go lock for sure. Like this, this was one. The only thing I'm worried about is because I, you, you nailed it. I look at Washington at home yeah. and <laughs> Some people sleepwalk in Houston, but this game is just so perfect because Washington is this scared offense and this defense that's like, please run right at us and let's do this. And it's like this one week with a bye where you got Demarius Thomas is settling in now and DeAndre Hopkins can beast any of those guys. Yep. And and I look at this running game with Deshaun Watson, who can create on his own, which I think that's what happened to Washington's defense last week, because Fitzpatrick can scramble. And then Watson is like what Fitzpatrick would dream to be in his right. entire life. Right. And I look at Washington, and I'm like, 
I don't know how they survived that about Tampa Bay. We expected the def- the, them to like fall apart last week, but they got four turnovers and two missed field goals. Houston should not make those mistakes. What was your score here? I picked 27 to 17 Texans. I had mine at 23 to 16 and then I made it 23 to 19 which was still a cover. Yeah. But I yeah, I got 150 on this one. It's I just don't see Washington's offense getting anything done. Anything. I- unless they get a Carolina game where a wide receiver fumbles two in their own zone, setting up easy plays. Chris Thompson isn't practicing. Jamison Crowder's not practicing. Jordan Reed could have a day, but I just don't see it. I don't see it either. It's one of these games. Is there any chance the Texans come out rusty from the bye? I I wouldn't expect to. I mean, they're playing for something. They finally got it on the run. I mean, they got it on a roll. They got confidence. They're playing smart football on both sides. Yes, I, and, and if you look at the stats, damn it! If you look at the stats too, like offensive ranks and defense, you look at it and you go, "Well, oh, this is this is close." Like it's close from that standpoint. It's not even close. But it's not. If you're really watching football, I feel the same way. I just go, I just don't see how it happens. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I, you I, have no fear. I I, I, I I know you. You're not worried about this game at all. I, I'm not worried about it. No, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not. I will be totally. This will be one of the shockers of the year for me if this game ends up really close in the fourth quarter. Like I will be shocked. All right. So how did this discussion about this bet go before? Uh, about this bet. So yes. this week we sat together. He put a hundred on the board for every team, which is what I always do. And then he just started because I have the doc where it calculates it. So then he started picking games, knocked them down to ten. So he picked a bunch of games, knocked those down, and then I tell him, all right, you have $730 left to play with. So we originally had 730 on this game, and then Chris said, eh, I don't like the way that looks, 730. Drives me it's, crazy. Yeah, it drives me crazy when it's not an even number. Are you number. someone that when you're in the car, your radio, if it's like... If it's on 13, you put it down to 12. Yeah, I'm always 14 or 12. Definitely. Yeah. You guys yeah. are like my brother. I am like I that. purposely get in the car and put it to 15. <laughs> uh, that yeah. would, that I don't know me. why 15 wouldn't bother me. It's just a nice 13, round number. 11. But yeah. Even, I wouldn't want 14 on there. I actually probably would skip 14 and 13 and go to 15. Go I don't 15? know why. I don't know So why. you like the five? I guess I'd like the round number. numbers So or the something. Chris Sims lock of the year currently. I, I don't want to... I mean, I have some other bets, obviously, that are coming along here. My big thing was that I started, when I picked the scores and he saw them, I said, damn, I'm like within a point and a half of the spread in like every game except for two or three in yeah, mine. I was the same way. And instead of having like $50 on those games this week, because I'm sick of losing those games. Yes, they add up. They add up, right. And I just said, I'm betting 10 on those, those coin flip games that I don't know. I'm sick of losing that. It took money. him six weeks to realize why I do that. Okay, great. <laughs> So the reason I didn't want to answer your question before that game was yeah. I wanted you to see that happen first, and then I will say that if my brother does not want to go with the Houston Texans as our you three or two, him. it's going to be a problem. And I hold the veto card right now. Yeah. So, All right, next game, guys. Wow. Uh, the wow. Tennessee Titans 5-4 and four on the road visiting the 4-5 and five Indianapolis Colts. Spread in this game, Indianapolis minus two, Chris. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> I knew he had bet pretty big on them. Because we started off. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, gosh. And he's going to be so mad when I, like, you know, I trump him with that one. I just, I honestly, this is going to sound really dumb when I lose all of them, but I feel like I kind of know what's going to happen in these next six. Uh-oh. I, I, okay. Let's hear how be careful. much of a wuss you are. <laughs> all right. So, 
Tennessee Titans. Um, all right, so to me, this game has let down, let all over it. Absolutely. I mean, let down all over it. Oh, we beat the Cowboys. What did Phil Sims say? There's like three games a year right. where your emotions get charged. Right. And I think right afterwards, you spent. Yeah. This is a spent right. week. And I would say that they probably, the emotions were like that for two weeks in a row. You know, right? They lost three three in a row, yeah. but by week, they had to come in a Monday night football game against Dallas Cowboys. They got off to a bad start. Everybody seems to forget that they were a dumpster fire for the first quarter and a half of Could that game. Could have been down 17-0. Right. Ended up winning, but that was an emotional game. Then it's the New England Patriots coming to town. Can you, can you, you know... Match that intensity again. No, it's a real thing. It's it's really hard sometimes to just, you know, your back's against the wall. It's the Patriots. You can feel the electricity in the stadium. Everybody wants you to beat New England. Your coaching staff's from New England. They want. So that's hard to live up to that expectation once again. I look at the Tennessee Titans. I think in the their offense first. The Indianapolis Colts defense, I look at another thing and go, man, Eberflus, the defensive coordinator for the Colts, he's going to be able to see what the Cowboys did against the Titans and maybe where the areas they messed up in in two weeks ago to change a few things because he runs a very similar defense to the Cowboys, of course. And then I go from there, uh, I flip it over to the other side of the ball and, hey, listen, Andrew Luck's one of the best quarterbacks in football. Everybody just better get used to it. And that O-line is arguably one of the best in football as well. I have a hard time thinking that they get a lot of pass rush on this team. And you got to be careful about blitzing and Andrew Luck a whole lot. So I'm only betting – I'm betting $10 on the Tennessee Titans. But I'm picking the Colts to win a close one. I don't trust the Colts' defense totally yet. How dare you threaten my son, Andrew Luck? But I, I am the law, and Andrew Luck scares the crap out of me. Twenty-four, twenty-three. Twenty-four, twenty-three. Colts win. While I understand, keep hitting that lightning. While I understand the Colts are not consistent, and they almost blew that game against Jacksonville. Boy, were we excited by the Titans game last week. So excited, we're a little hungover here in Titanville. (laughs) Uh, This Andrew Luck, do you know what his record is against us Titans the last 10 times he's played us? His entire career, he's 10-0. Is he really? The Titans have never beaten Andrew Luck. Damn. He is more important than the Titans. Okay, that's enough. Thank you. Titans offensive line is banged he's up. A, he's a, he's Quentin a, Spain, Corey Levin, uh, Jack Conklin has concussions. Titans coming off the win of the year. Colts are sitting there all week going, hey, Naheem Hines, you're going to catch this ball? Hey, tight end, you're going to let the, the Jaguars get this interception? I love when a team beats the crap out of a team in the first half and holds on to win a close one in the second half. The coaching moments are there. The Titans have not played a good offense on the road yet this season. Right. Dallas, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Miami. Mm. Wasn't on the road. It was in London. They're both on the road. But the Chargers were like, we'll take a 70-yard touchdown. And then we'll take a 70-yard touchdown. And then we'll take a 70-yard touchdown. I have the Colts winning by four. <laughs> and I have them winning. I'm putting $100 <laughs> on the Colts. <laughs> Hello, little Andrew. Here's some oats. Look at the Titans. They're afraid of us yet again. Get out of your stable. I love when he he gets shocked that I bet $10 
and then he picked the other team by just two points to cover the spread. Four points. Four, Four points. points. Oh, yeah, two, two points to cover the spread, right. But I honestly, I have, I believe that the Colts will be up in this game 27 to 16, and it's going to be really comfortable. And then Mariota does this touchdown that doesn't even matter. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, Bless I, don't, you. I don't have a feel for how that plays out totally. I don't know. I just I think what you said is I'm so confident in the Colts offense right yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm so confident in Andrew Luck. And I look at the Titans and it's just it just reeks. What'd you bet? How much money? A hundred. You bet a hundred. It just reeks of letdown city. It does reek of letdown city, no doubt. I also worry about the Colts secondary matching up with those receivers, but that's the only thing. I mean, yeah, yeah the Colts secondary, but oh, it's not it. a big thing. All right, guys. Last Colts game. defense is not great. No. Last game at one o'clock here. The six and three Carolina Panthers on the road visiting the three and six Detroit Lions. Spread in this game, Carolina minus four. Chris. Okay. Um, Carolina, okay. of course, is going to be pissed off after that embarrassment. I, I really do expect them to bounce back. I look at the Detroit Lions and go, you know, again, their defense is all over the place. They don't defend the run well. They don't defend complete offenses well. And I know they did well against the Patriots early in the year, but the Patriots were still finding their way. I don't even count some of those games early in the year, really, when I think about these type of matchups. You know, I think about the Seattle Seahawks pounding it down their throat. You know, I think about the Bears last week having people wide open everywhere in the past game. You know, I I think about... Carolina being pissed off and going, yes. again, this is one of the more complete offenses. And I know With it's 10 not, days to prepare. Exactly. The, you know, the, again, this is not like statistically one of the top offenses in football, but it's still one of the top offenses to defend, in my opinion. And Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers have had a little success against Matt Patricia and that. And I know it's a different offensive coordinator and all that, but I would also say this is the most talented Carolina Panthers offense they've had in a while. I look at Detroit on the other side of the ball. Hey, their offense is just it's all over the place. It's inconsistent. Would have a hard time thinking they are just going to run the ball down the Carolina Panthers defense all game long. They look lost without tape. Yeah, they do. They've lost a serious weapon, certainly. And, you know, again, Matt Stafford, Hey, he makes some good throws, but Matt Stafford's having the worst year of his career. I don't know any other way to say it. I've never seen him miss some of the throws that he's missed this year. They're just a little unpredictable that that way to me, and I think Carolina is clearly the better team. So because of that, I am taking the Carolina Panthers $80, and I'm going Panthers 31, Lions 24. So this was the one that he took money from to put on the Houston the $20. Texans. $20. Gotcha. He was more okay gotcha. with an 80 than a 730. Yeah. I have officially lost my voice because of the Titans. <laughs> uh, this was a game that was played last year. If you remember. Oh, right. Carolina was up 27 to 10. Yeah. And Matt Stafford led two touchdown drives to lose 27-24. Detroit was a 2-point favorite in that game and Carolina was beating their ass. Um, TJ Lang is officially on IR. Marvin Jones did not practice yesterday with a knee bone bruise, and it's legitimate that he might not play. And Darius Slay. Who might not play? Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, geez. Right? Yeah. And then Darius Slay is limited with a knee, so he might come back after him missing a lot. I. What was your score in this one? I went 31 24 Panthers. And Chris Sims, for the first time, we agree on a score. Oh! Carolina 31. Detroit 24, and I have $100 on the Carolina Panthers. Let's hold hands. You're my friend. You're that my is friend. neat. Yes. Um, I, I, 
And I, I feel like I'm just giving Detroit 24 because I didn't want to get too confident. Well, I, I get you. I mean, this is, this is another game where I go, if you really watch Detroit Chicago, yeah. the final score was so much better than how that game actually was. Detroit has looked so bad these last few weeks. And Carolina, what we saw that last Thursday night, is not the Carolina Panthers. No, they're not. And they are going to come out much like I believe. Um, who else was I saying is playing with like an axe to grind? Um, mm. Indian, like kind of Indianapolis and stuff. I just think Carolina is going to come out super, super angry. Now, Carolina hasn't been great on the road. One and three. But this just has all the makings Detroit's of... Detroit's not that hard of a home field advantage either. This feels like a game where Cam Newton starts having success early, and he's popping up, putting the first down. Yeah, I, I Carolina might win this one by double digits. I, I, I mean, that went through my mind. I always get worried with a team like Detroit... And Matt Stafford, you know, they they could be up they they could be up thirty one to ten with six minutes left, and and they Somehow score two cheap touchdowns, spread. right? You know, just whatever it may be. That's what I always get scared of with Detroit. All right, guys, four oh five Eastern on Sunday, the three and six Denver Broncos on the road visiting the seven and two Los Angeles Chargers. Spreading this game, Chargers minus seven. Weather in LA on Sundays high is seventy two, partly cloudy. Chris, okay, um, okay, okay. I've said that a lot today, haven't I? Um, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say either. Uh, okay, so the Denver Broncos, their defense is still really good. Okay, that's the one thing. I mean, we we have to remember. They've had a week off. Uh, not to say they're in desperation mode. They're kind of out of it mode. They're kind of trying to finish on a strong note just so, you know, they can maybe save Vance jo- Joseph's job, something along those lines. But I do think this Denver defense is still a legitimate force. Uh, Rush the passer. You know, of course, they have the cover guys on the back end. But I think the biggest thing that scares me more than anything, you know, it's just a complete Chargers offense. And they can beat you more than one way. And I worry about Denver Broncos' run defense. You know, that's where I really get scared in this matchup more than anything. You know, I think they can, they can hold their own in the pass. I worry about them getting run over in the run game. And then, of course, then putting, in, putting them in some bad positions to where the big pass plays start to strike them as well. I also look at it on the other side and just go, I do think the Denver Broncos are going to be able to move the ball on the Los Angeles Chargers as well. I don't think this is going to be like, you know, the Los Angeles Chargers, they have some playmakers, um, but it's still not a great defense when I watch it. It's a good defense. There's things that are encouraging. They need Joey Bosa back badly, I think, to go up to that next level of being, you know, one of the better defenses in football. Uh, So because of that, it's not going to be much of a home field advantage. I think this game is somewhat close because the Broncos' defense is good. I'm I'm betting actually $10 on the Broncos. (laughs) But I think the Chargers win 27-21. Interesting. So... Um, when the Chargers are favored by seven or more, their last 15 games, yeah. they're 15-0. and 0. Hmm. When the Broncos have been underdogs of seven or more their last 10, they're 1-9. and nine. But against the spread, the Chargers are 7-8, and eight, the Broncos are 4-6. and six. Mm-hmm. So it's really a coin flip when it comes to it. Since 2011, the Chargers against the Broncos, they're 3-11. and 11. So the Broncos have actually held this advantage a little bit. And don't forget, the Broncos covered the spread against the Rams and the Chiefs this yes, year. right. Um, what scares me about the Broncos, coming off a bye. Yep. Remember last year when they came off a bye? I, I don't. 
they lost to the Giants when the Giants were oh, 0-5. It gosh. was like the loss of the year. Right. So I think that'll actually help them because they'll go, remember what happened last year? Right. I am putting $100 on the Broncos. Mm. I love the Broncos in this matchup. <laughs> My score is Chargers 25-23. I think the Broncos are actually going to be winning this game until late. And I think the Chargers cover. I just want to say this. Yeah. I think you could tell the way I talk about the Chargers lately. I am souring on the Chargers. They are not a team that I have a lot of confidence in. I, they're a team right now that relies on big plays, and then sometimes when they have big plays, they have huge penalties that negate those big plays. Yeah. I just look at the Chargers right now against the Broncos. I think the Broncos' defense is a lot better than people think. And I think Case Keenum and this offense with Cortland Sutton and, and Emmanuel Sanders yeah. and Philip Lindsay, they can strike, they, they they're going to gash players. up this Chargers team. I really believe that. Um, but I, I would not be surprised if this was – I was really close to saying – Take the Broncos to win this game. Yeah. If I had to pick one team in a big upset, this would be the game that I would target. But I love the Broncos covering the seven here. Yeah. I think if you really watch that Chargers Raiders game, mm-hmm. boy, was I unimpressed with the Chargers. Yeah, I, I hear you. They they live and die by the big play a little too much. Like we said in our, our Thursday podcast breakdown, they have to find some more cheap, easy throws underneath. It can't always be 40, 50 yard run screen. Big pass over the top. Yeah, but I would also argue, I think there are some options underneath. I just don't think Phillip Rivers ever takes them. No, he he is definitely... A, a, and I don't know how you're going to go into Phillip Rivers in year 15 and go, hey, can you please hit the check down? Because Phillip Rivers is the number one quarterback in terms of, I don't think he's listening to people. Well, I, I, I would... If every quarterback in the I NFL... I would say he's stubborn. Him and Aaron Rodgers... I, I mean, he's certainly and stubborn. Big ben. He certainly. I just hope he would be smart enough to realize that he's left a few completions on the field the last few weeks, and and they've gone off the field because he hasn't taken the five yard under route that would have got the first down, and he threw the post over the top and the double coverage that get intercepted, whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm hoping for that, but that's a big hope. All right, so we're, again, we've disagreed on one game. That's crazy. On the topic of Philip Rivers not listening to people, this is a good time to do this question that we got last night that we talked about. Oh, in yeah, our, yeah. In go, our DMs. Go ahead. Uh, the Gentleman 516 is the name. Yo, Sims. Uh, yo, Sims makes a point on the floor's play call, uh, has turned the corner, which is hopefully true. But the discussion right now, as LaFleur said, one of the reasons for the turnaround is that Mariota is finally telling him when he doesn't like play calls. Right. He said the Pats game was like two-way game calling, like a catcher and a pitcher, and he loved it. My question is, is that normal? Do QBs and OCs always have that relationship? And if it is abnormal, is that the McVay-Shanahan influence? No, it's norm- it, well, it's normal for successful combinations. Okay, that's what I would tell you. Yeah, McVay, Shanahan, Sean Payton. Sean Payton's not going to Drew Brees. You're going to run this play, and you're going to like it. I mean, that's just stupid, right? I mean, that's stupid not to have that dialogue. And so to give everybody a little bit of like... But this issue sounds like Mariota finally has the guts to talk back. That's exactly what it is. I wish I had more guts when I played at times. That's, if I look back at it more, I go, I should have had more of an ego. I honestly like, think that's why when you talk to athletes after they're retired, they realize then they're like, man, the game is... I finally started to make sense and my career was yeah, over. Well, I, just, I felt like I could talk back to my coach and the, my career is over. You're too respectful at times. you know, And you, and you start to realize like, damn, it's... 
you know, sometimes some of the the guys that are really good are just dicks. That's there's no other way to say it. And I'd also say if Philip Rivers is number one in quarterbacks that you can't tell anything, I'd say Mariota would be number thirty two because I feel like Mariota would be like, that's a great idea. Yeah, and he's an extremely polite yes. guy, no question. No, so to 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 further that answer on a Saturday night before a game, right? I would be in a hotel. We'd be in the hotel. Uh, and John Gruden to be the quarterback meeting, right? And we would have the whole play sheet, you know, 160 plays right there. And we would start to go over the categories of, you know, third down passes, right? And red zone passes, first and second down passes, like, and we would start to go through the different categories, you know, 12 personnel, 11, whatever it was, we would start to crack away and he would read off the plays, and ask me if I like them or not. Or give me your five favorite. That would be the first thing he'd say. Give me your five favorite. And I'd go, I like play number four. I like play number seven. I like play number nine. And, you know, he'd go, oh, you don't like play 15? You know, and I'd be like, no, I just, I'm not feeling it. Or we've only got to practice it like two times the last month. And I just don't feel comfortable with it. Or I don't trust this receiver in that that route. Whatever it may be. But that is normal dialogue, and you have to have that. What is the football equivalent of a pitcher saying no to a catcher? Does that happen during the game at all? Because you can't talk back to the coach on no, the sideline. No, you, you can't. Yeah, there's – I don't you know. You audible the line of scrimmage. And <laughs> yeah. you just say, I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, but I don't even know. That you just really, pretend you saw something, you call it right. That really – I think the, yeah, the equivalent would be this. And only really the guys that have earned the stripes to do that would be – Pretending like they don't hear. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. <laughs> right. Are you right. serious? Yeah, that would be the equivalent. It's the only way. Other than that, I would tell you maybe some dialogue on the sideline where you would just go, don't call that. I don't, I'm not loving that play. But other than that, yeah, that's the only thing you can do. Gotcha. You know, and, and really, you, you know, the audible thing, you know, you better have a reason to audible, like a legit reason. Because if it goes bad, man, you're going to be in the doghouse all week. Gotcha. All right, guys, moving on. Next game, 4.05 on Sunday. The 1-8 Oakland Raiders on the road visiting the 2-7 and Arizona Cardinals. Spread in this game is Arizona minus 5. Chris Love Sims. this game. Love it. Love it. This is our weekly, let's spend 20 minutes discussing this game. Yeah, it won't take me 20. So here we go. All right, the Oakland Raiders offense, it's not that great. We know that. The Chargers defense. Defense, they're I'm not the Cardinals. Playing. Defense is very good. Okay, there's Chandler Jones. Of, there's a clip of Patrick Mahomes after the game. Be like, yeah. yo, your guys' defense is really, really good. good. It's it's Sean McDermott ish Buffalo, like we talked about on our third day, Thursday podcast. They both came from Carolina. Wilkes is great at breaking down offenses and going when they get in this formation. Be aware of these combinations, and they kind of route read off of that. So that allows their players to play really fast and zone, know what to expect. They're a really sound football team on defense, and they got a few playmakers. I mean, Patty P is still really good. I would say Chandler Jones is one of the best pass rushers in football, and I don't know what to expect from the Raiders' offense. I really don't, and it's just not that impressive at this point physically as players or the schematics of it either. Now, you flip it around to the other side, yeah, of course, I'm not in love with the Raiders' defense either. I'm not. I don't know what else to say, you know, and I don't love the Arizona offense, but I at least look at that and go, there's a few playmakers there. And they're turning it around. Exactly right. David Johnson's getting the freaking rock. No doubt about it. And, you know, I like Rosen. When people are open, he hits them. Yes, he does. You know, and David Johnson, like you talked about, is so Larry Fitz. And, you know, there's – I'm not going to say it's a good group of weapons, but it's respectable. And because of that, I'm betting $10 on the Raiders. 
but I don't think they're going to win the game. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Win more than once this year, okay? But yeah, I'm picking the Cardinals to win 20-17. to 17. Mm. I'm not betting big money on these type of games. I get you. Yeah. I understand. Martavis Bryan is out. Jordy Nelson is questionable after a week in which a lot of people thought he was going to retire. Wow. Because it doesn't sound like he wants to be there anymore. Kalecio Semele, Rodney Hudson didn't practice. They're really banged up. The Raiders are the worst team in the NFL against the spread. You know what the Cardinals wow. are against the spread this year? It's probably it's really good, obviously. Five one and one. Ooh. And I love them at home. Mm. Arizona at home is one of those beautiful things. They're not gonna get a pass rush on Josh Rosen. They're not. Even with the banged up Arizona offensive line. How are they only five one and one? I don't know. What I think they're five one in their last seven. Oh, okay, gotcha. Before uh before oh, the Redskins and Rams game. You're not counting those two early exactly. debacles. Got gotcha, you, yes. gotcha, gotcha. I, I think Arizona wins this game twenty four to ten. I don't think Arizona's offense is great. But I don't think that Oakland's offense – I think that Oakland's offense with Martavis Bryant and Jalen Rashard and Jared Cook, they have enough weapons to go, ooh, they're kind of scary. Yep. But I think when you lose Martavis Bryant, you lose a huge weapon. That offense with Martavis Bryant is different because he's a difference maker. He is. But I really like Arizona here. I am going $100 on the Arizona Cardinals. On the Rosen one. You're on the road. He's on the Rosen bandwagon hard. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, man, just watching them against Kansas City, I was very impressed. Yeah, you should be. And the last few weeks, what he's done by by what they've been able to focus on and even the routes, like when you see the highlights and you see David Johnson on that wheel route at the top or yeah. the way they're using Larry Fitzgerald, he's they're not – I felt like with Mike McCoy, they were sitting on the outside and they were running a traditional offense. And now I'm seeing so many different flow right. that I I like Arizona a lot. Now, five is a lot, and that's why I was going to go more, and I'm definitely not left-go locking it because right. I don't want to put that much on Arizona. But right. all week, I'm free. Oakland is awful. Yeah, it seems the the, the optics are horrible for the Raiders. I the, like betting against the team that quits because when you quit in the NFL – then you get blown the F out. Yep. All right, guys, 425 on oh, Sunday. So you, you bet on Oakland. I Four. bet on Oakland $10 because I just couldn't go with more than the five points. Yep. 425 on Sunday, the 4-5 and five Philadelphia Eagles ah. on the road visiting the 8-1 and one New ah. Orleans Saints. Spread in this game, New Orleans minus 8, and I think for this one we should let left go. Go ahead. First. Yeah, lead it off with your squad. Ronald Darby is out. Jalen Mills <laughs> did not practice. Lane Johnson was limited in practice, but Sidney Jones is supposed to be back. Marcus Davenport and Teron Arbstead are going to be out. The Saints are going to move the ball at will against the Eagles in the passing game. I believe they're going to have to wear them down as the game goes on to establish the run. But I will tell you this. The Eagles' offense, I feel very confident, will be the second-half Eagles' offense, not the first-half Eagles' offense. It was the Eagles out of a bye last week. But once that started clicking and Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz started getting featured and Alshon Jeffrey started to get the ball, I expect Golden Tate to get the ball more. The last four times the Saints have been favored by seven or more, they're 0-4 against the spread. Mm-hmm. I see the Saints winning this game 31-27. to That's an Eagles cover, and I'm going $100 on the Eagles plus eight. Yeah. Lose by a little. There's no chance you'll win this game. 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 Okay, that's enough. That was uh, good. 
Man, it's amazing how that Titan thing really took your voice away. It's unbelievable. It really it killed that, you. When you go against the Titans. Right. They, it, it's like the Titan this week apparently was Ursula. Yeah. She took my voice. She striketh. Yes. Um, you made a lot is, of good is points. Is there any chance the Eagles can win this game? I don't think so. Yeah. I really don't. That's not like not betting, but like, you know. Yeah, just straight up winning it. I think it would take a miraculous performance by Carson Wentz in the passing game. To Is just there any chance I can use a narrative that you used earlier about the Packers? Right. Where think about the important games the Saints have had to play yeah. in back to back to back to back weeks. I mean, right. they come in. Sean Payton had to smash the the fire it last week, but the, it was the Rams, the Vikings, the Ravens. He'll smash something else this week. Yeah, I don't think it matters. That's why he's a great coach. Do you think they win by eight? The poker is on their ass. He knows that the Rams are lurking. He doesn't want to have to go to L.A. and play them yes. out there. And he the, lost out there last year. If the Saints get a home field advantage in the playoffs, right. just book them to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's going to be really tough. There's I don't no see question. anyone going in there. It'll be really Except tough. Except maybe the Rams because exactly. they experience. Right. So, you know, I, yeah, I think this is a horrible matchup for your Eagles team. You know, the, of course, the go ahead. What do you want to say? Just ask. All right, but the Eagles, yeah, the Eagles pass rush, it's not as good as last year. Your D-line's not as good as last year. Okay, so that you can't send waves of guys. I mean, you really don't have anybody that pops as just a singular guy off the edge right now where I go, man, he's, he's on fire. He's kicking butt. It's all about Fletcher Cox, and really, after that, Michael Bennett's the second-best D-lineman on the team right now. You know, I worry, of course, about your defensive scheme. There's always exposures every week in some shape or form. Better the year, Jim Schwartz gets fired. I, I would think it's certainly, the year. certainly lining up that way. And now you're going to play a team that's got 9 million different formations and concepts, not only in the pass game, but then another 9 million in the run game. So I, I just don't see how that side of the ball, like I think your, your D-line will hang tough like what you said in some of the run game, but I think it's just the constant of barrage of everything that will wear down the Eagles' defense. Now I look on the other side too and go, hey, I, I think the Eagles' offense will be able to throw the ball a little bit on the New Orleans Saints. I, I certainly do. I don't just think they're going to just you know roll over uh, or get steamrolled there. But, you know, again, the big thing, there's two things that have changed about the Eagles can't run the ball like they did last year. You know, everyone's looking at, I heard somebody on TV today go, well, their offensive stats are the same as last year as this year. No, they're not. Their total yards per game are the same. But last year, you were the sixth best running team in football. This year, you're 27th or somewhere along those lines. Other thing is, last year, you were one of the best turnover margin teams in football. This year, you're not. Your defense doesn't create as many plays, and your offense has had a dumb mistake here or there in some big situations. So I'm putting $100 on the Saints. You think they're going to win by that much? I, do, I just I looked at it like you this. You went $10 to all that, and the Saints favored by eight over the Eagles. I, I, You're feeling confident. I feel like I know Fuck these. Fuck yes. <laughs> this is going to be a $200 swing to eat into that I, Texans I feel win. like I, I, love I know these teams. I feel comfortable with it, and I guess what I feel comfortable is – you know, I think this game will be somewhat close to a degree for a little bit here and there, but I just think at the end of the day they're going to wear them out. I could see it being like a 24-21 game, and now if the Saints Lane have Johnson the ball. If Lane Johnson doesn't play, yeah. I'm screwed. If he does, I think the Eagles cover. Yeah, I mean, hey, you're, it's, it could be it could end 24-21. What was your score? 31-21. 
Mm. I just think they're going to wear them out, and then you're going to get that drive at the end. That's so you don't think this Saints train's ever going to slow down? No, it's not. The Saints are one of the best teams in football. I don't think there's ever a team other than the 2007 Patriots that don't slow down. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, did Carolina slow week. down you know when what? they went 15 to one? I'm almost so mad that I might think the Eagles win this game outright and shock the world. Put your money where your mouth is. I already did. <laughs> I don't think they're going to win. Would you, would you win on yours, though? Just... We, we both have 100. Oh, okay. You got it on the Saints. Gotcha. I got on the Eagles. I got an eight-point cushion. Right. But, oh, look, the Saints are the much better team. But I could see some deflected passes. I, listen, the I Eagles, do. Fletcher Cox, he's had the game of his life. But as you always say, with that offensive line, he probably won't. I, it's hard for me to think he can I'm overtake I'm betting more it. on I think Carson Wentz is going to be able to put up points this week. Yeah, I get, I get you there. That's my – I get you. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Like, listen. I don't think this is like blow. Like, this is thirty-one to seven. This isn't Houston, Washington, and Philadelphia had a climb back in the game. No, I think this game is going to go back and forth. Yeah, you had thirty-one twenty-one. I had thirty-one twenty-seven. So I just have a late. You have score. a late score. We score, I, and then they I, go I'm for thinking, two. No, it doesn't. Matter. I'm thinking late score the other way. They're up twenty-four twenty-one. Mm-hmm. They have a five-minute drive at the end of the game. Punch one more in and see us, Philly. All right, guys, moving on to Sunday night football. The 5-3-1 Minnesota Vikings on the road visiting the 6-3 and Chicago Bears. Spread in this game is Chicago minus 2.5. And, and weather in Chicago on Sunday night, low of 24, but clear Ooh, skies. I like it, that. Take I, it away. I love watching some Chicago cold weather football. Breath coming out. Yeah, it's just awesome. I, it's what, Like I've told you before, I know you guys have heard me, I love the Bears stadium. I really do. It's one of my favorite in football. And I love the Bears fans. I love them. I, I mean, they are so invested in the game, and they're really cool. You want to know how invested the Bears are? Yeah. A local news station. Right. Because Cody Parkey missed four kicks, and they hit the post each time, right. flew a helicopter over practice during Cody Parkey's kicking session so that they can update Bears fans on how many kicks he's making and missing. There's not a lot of cities that are going to do that. No. Because having worked in local news, do you know what it takes to fly the chopper up? The only time you fly the chopper up is if you have a high-speed chase or, like, it just doesn't go up a lot. They led the newscast. Do you know how hard it is to lead a newscast with sports? you got to be a sports-crazed city. To fly it up there for the kicker, they love their football team. And I believe they were going to make the kicker go practice at the stadium. That's where he oh, was. That's where it was. That's okay. why they flew okay. the helicopter gotcha. over the so stadium. Goes, all right, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to. I no, didn't, no, no. It was I was perfect. listening. I didn't know if you were talking about the yeah. stadium part of that, which I think is really cool. And that's next level. And that's what they should do, anyways. Um, so, okay. Uh, this is a really a great matchup. I'm extremely excited to watch this football I game. I think so, too. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be in the elements, triple, tri- you know. Typical NFC North football. Both teams are tough. You got the number four and five defenses in football matching up against each other. I think that's awesome. I mean, the, you know, it, it's really, there's a lot of even things here across the way. So I don't feel necessarily comfortable in any type of bet when I think about this game. I'm not just going, oh, this team's going to win and I feel good about it. Absolutely. And let's not. end this discussion, right? This I mean, game is being ended in the last five minutes. I, of the I, I would agree to, I would agree with that as well. I think the, the big thing to me, I just look at it, it's in Chicago, okay? As much as Minnesota's from Minnesota, they do play indoors, okay? I give the, the Bears a little advantage there. I think the other thing I look at is, I give the Bears offense the advantage in the yes. matchups for the, just because of their overall creativity, and they have more weapons and things to worry about. The number one thing I thought about was yes. 
Sims believes the Vikings' offense is simple, right. and they're facing Vic Fangio. Exactly right. The Bears' offense is complex, and we always know where Minnesota's defenders are going to be. Exactly. That's that's really that's where I, get I it. that's where I was going with it. And and hey, I, am I? You know, hey, uh, Kirk Cousins throwing to Thielen and Diggs. I mean, hey, that, that's one of the it's one of the best combinations, or you know, three ways in football right now. And if you know that that could change things, but it is a little too dependent on that still to me. And I got to see this Minnesota run game a little bit more. Dalvin Cook is back 100%. Right, which will be great. That was a nice addition to their team. But I think a lot of this Bears defense, and especially when there's a healthy Khalil Mack on this defense. So I am a wimp here. I'm betting $10 on the Bears. I expect them to win the game 23-20. to 20. That's so funny. I also have the Bears scoring 23 but I have the Vikings scoring 24. Ooh. So I have the Vikings winning this game, and I believe that the Bears are the better team right now. I believe that they should win the game, but sometimes you got to pick upsets. Mm-hmm. The Bears at home in their last 15 games against the spread, it's a beautiful place to play. They're 11-5. and five. But the Vikings, in their last 10 games away, they're against the spread, Eight and two. I think that this is a very interesting matchup where I love the Bears defense and I, I I agree with you about the matchups, but I think that Kirk Cousins is having that special game. Yeah, okay. I trust Kirk more than I trust Mitchell at this sure, point. Sure. And I know that Anthony Barr was did not practice and there's a chance he's gonna miss this game. But Dalvin Cook being back, I'm very excited to see. Yep. I think that Minnesota's feeling a little desperate because they're seeing the Bears starting to extend their lead, and I think that they're going to come out there. I I think the Vikings win this game with less than four minutes left. But I want to give you something here about the Bears' defense. Yeah, They've knocked one quarterback out of the game this year, Aaron Rodgers. They've knocked three quarterbacks out of a job, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Sam Bradford, Nathan Peterman. And they've knocked two quarterbacks out of the league, Sam Bradford, Nathan Peterman, this season. (laughs) That was from Mark Potash, which I thought is an awesome, awesome tweet. Great one. So, yeah, I have the Vikings winning this game one. It's just a tight game, and I have them winning at 24-23. I'm taking the team getting the points. How much money did you have? 100. 100. So... So we are we have now disagreed three in a row. Uh, you're taking Oakland because you think too many points with Arizona. You're taking New Orleans. You think they can cover, and you're taking Chicago. And I think it's I, I'm take, I think that's a one two point game. Yeah, I don't even think it's a field goal game. And also, I'm going to be honest, their field goal kicker has to go and practice in the stadium in the middle of the week. Yeah. So I'm going to take uh, like. Good, those points are going to be valuable, and that guy's probably in his freaking head. What is uh, what were your bets with the Oakland and Chicago games? I mean, hundred on all of these, hundred on all of them. Okay, that's I feel good. really confident about all these games. Good. All right, guys. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football. No longer in Mexico City. The Kansas City Chiefs on the road visiting the Los Angeles Rams, and that's changed the line. It has spread in this game is Los Angeles minus three and a half. It what, was. what was it originally? Originally, the line opened at Rams LA minus one. one. LA minus one. So and they it, thought in a neutral field, the yeah. Rams were one point favorites, mm. and that jumped up two and a half points since it went home. Okay. Both teams in this game, nine and one. Chris, break it down for All us. All right. Um, no, really? Awesome. Feeling, everyone know? Awesome I, I, I game. Joking. I really would be shocked if it doesn't live up to the billing. 
I really would. You know, I know we talked about it on the Thursday podcast. You know, sometimes in these type of games where you think there's going to be a shootout, the defense does things that they, you know, haven't done all year because they feel like they got to get an advantage somehow, some way. You know, the offense feels the pressure to match the other team. That might happen early, but I think it's only a matter of time before the floodgates open for both teams. I really do. I mean, these are two of the most talented offenses in football. They're uh, two of the better play designers in all of football. I'd give Sean McVay a little bit of the advantage as far as a play designer overall. Um, the weapons, though, I'd probably give Kansas City the advantage. You know, if you made quarterback, me, yeah, quarterback, running back, I take Gurley. Next receiver, I take Tyree Kill. Tight end, I take Kelsey. Kelsey. Next receiver, I'd probably take Woods over Watkins. I, I would take Woods over Watkins. It's very too. close, but I would. He's the just Rams, a better well around. The Rams took Woods over Watkins too. Yes, well, they didn't want to pay Watkins offensive either. Offensive line, uh, offensive line, I'd probably go with the Rams. I would too. Yes, defensive line, obviously Rams. Yes, linebackers, Rams. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it would have, if we're counting, I'm counting D Ford. Yeah, I'm going Rams. Secondary, I'm going Rams. Kicker, um. I'm going to go, go Chiefs. I guess so. Harrison I haven't even Butter. thought about that. Punter. Rams. The Rams, for sure. Coaching staff. Offen- going- oh, offensive coaching staff. You're going I'm Rams. Going Rams in a close one. Defensive coach. I'm going Rams as well. Special teams coach. I'm going Rams as well. I'm going Dave Taub. I think this that it's a great special it's teams It's a great matchup. matchup. I'm very curious if there's a team that has to punt, what kind of fakes we're going to see in this game. No, they're going to be all over each other. As I would far love as to see some onside kicks. You're going to see some detailed special team stuff because these guys, they take it personal when they get burned by some guy on a, on a fake thing. Like That's a real issue, right? Like they, the, A special teams coordinator, when you screw him over with a trick play, he oh. is ruined for six days. Like, ruined. So, uh, again, I think this is going to be awesome either way. Um, I, I boiled it down like this. I'm just going to get to my bet. I'm betting $10 on the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? The point, the, the, the .5. What was that? The, the .5 scared me, okay? I think the Rams are going to win this game 34-31. to 31. And I just went down to one reason. I think the Rams got a few more playmakers on defense. That's the only reason I did it. You know, Donald, Sue, Peters, the speed at linebacker, LaMarcus Joyner. I just think that combination's a little bit better than Kansas City. But I don't feel comfortable about that either way. I could see this game being 34-31 in the Chiefs' saver as well. Seth Wickersham just wrote a very big article about Patrick Mahomes and diving into the notion, what's it like to have an arm that people have never seen before? Mm. In the article, one thing that came up is that Patrick Mahomes puts ketchup on everything, Mm. but he's getting embarrassed to do so because everybody knows who he is now. And it got to the point where even at dinner, he's sitting there with a steak and his mom will secretly put the ketchup under the table and go, just put it on the steak because he's embarrassed to do it. Came out today. Yeah. He puts ketchup on mac and cheese. Oof. That's pretty gross. That is pretty gross. But it's unconventional. Right. And so is Mahomes as a football player. I think the Chiefs win this game 38 to 35. And I'm putting $200 on the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Here's my main reason. Yeah. We can look at the defense. We can look at the wide receivers. We can look at the tight ends. You know what I'm looking at the most? What? Every time that I watch Jared Goff in a primetime game, it ain't the same as Jared Goff in a regular game. Jared Goff is really good, Man. but I still see moments. How are you doing that Thursday night primetime game against the Vikings? 
He was really good. No, yeah. I get it. I get it. But there are still moments where I go, if there's pressure on him, they're playing the number one sack team in the NFL in the Kansas City Chiefs. Sure. When he needs to run out of the pocket or he gets someone on him, it's still he still crumples. Like he still has a little bit of that Eli in the pocket. So you're just going Mahomes. That's what you like better about it. I have seen Mahomes yeah. in the primetime games. Mm-hmm. And when the pressure's on, the kid gets better. And I don't care what Sean McVay's telling him, when he's in a legitimate shootout, legitimate shootout, because he wasn't worried about the Vikings keeping it going. Like, I just got so much confidence in Mahomes, and I have confidence in Kareem Hunt. I trust Andy Reid more than I trust Sean McVay. Okay. I trust Mahomes more than I trust Jared Goff. And for either of these teams to be favored by three and a half to me is crazy. Like, I, I just think it's a lot of points. I don't know. You disagree. Well, I, I just think there's too many. I'm going $200. There's too the many Chiefs. ifs. I mean, you went through the checks and you said all the, you sent, you went with the Rams, more checks than the Chiefs. I mean, I, I get it. I don't, I don't, I know. I, I guess I don't really get it. I don't. But that's okay. I don't know. You know what scares how me? This, feel sound, so strong. this sounds like oh. Saints like Rams. Yeah it, does. yeah, it sounds a lot like Saints like Rams, where he was awesome in a shootout on the road in a game. Jared Goff, the guy you were just saying wasn't good. I know that's all I'm saying. I'm just throwing the challenge flag out there. Yeah, I kind of took unnecessary uh, shots. I'd like to apologize to my doppelganger Jared Goff. That was <laughs> unnecessary. I guess for me, you're just going with Mahomes. You think he's going to make magic? That's fine. That's cool. I get it. I'm. I'm I just couldn't put two hundred dollars on it. I'm also hope. For me, it was. I just looked at the game and saw. I think the Chiefs could win this game. And, of course, yeah. And they're three and a half point underdogs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh man, I don't feel great about that. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it takes like twenty four hours for Lefko to start questioning himself because well, it, it feels exactly like you're, Saints Rams. I mean, you're you're great to pick the game. I just think your money is like it's off. It doesn't match your thoughts. But no changing now. You're screwed. You said I'd like mic. to take that money and <laughs> you I'd want like to put it on Houston, Washington. <laughs> Do you want to watch this game together on Monday night? I'd like to be with you for this one. Oh, uh, Monday night. I you're would right. like all of us to watch this game together. We will watch. Yes. Let's. Uh, what do we have this week? Yeah, I guess. Oh, we could I do will it. be in Las Vegas. Oh, oh Monday yeah. you are? because I am going to be in Las Vegas Tuesday. It's all out now, so I can announce it. Good Tuesday. I'm going to be in Las Vegas for the match, which is Phil Mickelson versus Tiger Woods. Tuesday, I'm hosting the press conference got a beautiful maroon blazer that i'm gonna be rocking and then friday i am doing the pregame show for the match and on the set i have pat perez the charles barkley of golf right i have charles barkley right and samuel l jackson that is awesome that's insane um please text the group when you're on and things just let me know not that i'm gonna see everything my flight is at seven o'clock on monday Hope you got direct TV on that flight. Hope you got TV on that flight. What airline are you flying? You know? I'm going to check right it's gotta now. It's got to be Delta. Does Delta have direct TV? They usually do. Depending on, do, the, depending flight, on yeah. the depending on the plane, which I would think would be a pretty good plane going out on that long distance trip. Well, Vegas is a little shorter. Vegas is only like five hours, so sometimes you don't. I've been Man. on Vegas flights without it. Gosh. I can't believe that this is happening. Oh, USA Today I, article. I, and the fact that I'm realizing this right freaking now. I just really, Are you kidding me? What ahead. are you doing Monday night? Hanging out with you now. Right. Screw left go. We'll watch the game. Oh my Wait, god. Also, so aff- are you flying Delta? I think so. Are you know. when are you gonna wear your pants that have tigers on it? On the show. I know. Which on one? Friday? So what day? Friday? Yeah. I'll text you when it's on. All right. 
And we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Lefko memes because we mess with you whenever you're on TV. Please. I'm gonna take a million screenshots and videos of Lefko. What is uh, okay? And then all right, just so I get my I head am flight flight is DL is that Delta? That's that is, Delta. Yes. yes. All right, so there's a good chance. I would say you're above 50, 50 percent. Yeah. Yeah. You should bet 200 on it. <laughs> if I miss, I'm gonna be on the plane. Going, I was supposed to do a lot of preparation Hope on the plane. Have, I ain't gonna do no work on the uh, plane. You know what this means? Lefko's gonna be asking me to he's text be, him he's updates. Boy, he's gonna have a boying account. Or is that Boing or what oh, the hell is it? Boing, Boingo Hotspot? Boingo Hotspot. And he's going to be Boingo Hotspotting you. Like in no, the, I'm going to well, – if I can get Boingo, I'll watch the game. But then I have to like – You can't stream you can't a game stream on a plane game Wi-Fi. On a plane. No! It's a game of the year. And it's freaking Joe Tessitore in my ear going – Oh, dude. What do you think, Book? It's so hey, mean. What? But I really hope you don't have the game. I really don't. I hope you send a text to us, Golly. like in the first quarter, asking for an update. It doesn't come through. It's in the Boeing hotspot to like the third quarter. The Boeing hotspot. All right, guys, before we wrap up the show here, real quick recap here on the disagreements and the big bets. I can't believe you're going to miss that game. Thursday night football. Sims, you have 200 on Seattle. Lefko, you only have 50 on Seattle. Uh, moving to the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. Sims, 750 bleacher bucks on Houston. Lefko has 150 disagreements this week. Sims, you are going with the Titans. Lefko, you are going with the Colts. Yep. Sims, you are going with the Raiders. Lefko, you are going with the Cardinals. Yep. Sims, you are going with the Saints. Lefko, with the Eagles. Yep. And the final disagreement of the week, Sims, you are going with the Bears. Lefko, you are going with the Vikings. Monday Night Football, you both picked KC. Sims has two, uh, Sims has 10 bucks on the Chiefs. Lefko has 200 on the Chiefs. For my Lefko lock, Sims, what do you think? I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh minus five and a half. Okay. I'm well, tell me the rest of them. I'm yeah. definitely going Houston. Yeah, we got you there. Okay. I think I'm going to go Indy. Okay. And I think I'm going to go Carolina. Those four right in the middle. Right. Is there any of those other ones that I... Like, I like Denver plus seven, but I, I don't know. really want my lock. Maybe I should do that. But I, I agree not really locking Arizona. I'm not mm. going to lock Philly. Well, by your bets, you should be locking Kansas City. Yeah, I probably should. I mean, if you feel that way, but I don't want to be the influencer when the I, I no, feel no, no, bad. No, 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 like I feel no, bad no, about no, the Atlanta no, one no, last no, week, no, no. and I saw you made that a lock. And I like I actually was thinking about you as there was losing. I was like, man, I went so hard and but left. Of Bob those bought four in. that I said, which one scares you the most? Um, Tennessee Pittsburgh? and Indy. Damn, Tennessee and Indy scares me just because Mariota's played well for yeah, three but weeks I love in a row. that game. That's the one I'm not okay, negotiable. Go. Do, do you, man. I don't know what to say. Okay. We got one thing to do before we wrap it up here. All right, hold go. on. I need Pete? to think about this for a second. All right, you're right, Josh. There is only one thing left to do. What's that? For the last five weeks, Chris Sims has been someone that you can bet your life on. Your money, your spirit, your pride. Last week, an unfortunate event happened. Cleveland and Tennessee all took mass amounts of growth hormones just to ruin Chris Sims. <laughs> but now, I bring you the Oracle guaranteed to lose. First, Sims, we go to the Steel City. Right. But it'll be in Jacksonville 
Hello, Jacksonville! You're not Saxonville this year. You're going to lose and guaranteed to lose. The Steelers are coming to town. They're better than you. Ramsey talked crap about Big Ben. They got the best of the Steelers twice last year, and I don't believe in anything in Jacksonville right now. The offense is unpredictable and not that great, and the defense, who I love so much, has been a disaster. I'm taking Jacksonville, guaranteed to lose. Next, We're staying with this music, huh? Next up... I guess I gotta fit this mold. Guaranteed to lose. Sims's lock of the week. Lock of the week. Redskins versus Texans? <laughs> Have you seen the Redskins offensive line? Ha <laughs> ha Have you seen JJ Merciless and Clowny? They cometh to the DC area to overtake the Washington Redskins and their bad offense. Texans win. Redskins lose. I guarantee it. I look into this orb and I wonder who will the Oracle take next? And <gasps> I see a city in the Midwest. Take your orb. Ah, city in the Midwest. You are Detroit Lions. Oh, the Oracle has spoken. I have spoken, Lions. You will lose because Superman is coming to town and they are pissed off. They've had extra days and the Lions run defense stinks. You will lose to the Carolina Panthers. The rivers will run red with the Lions' blood. I look back. Cat cat crime, I'd like to remind you. (laughs) I then look into the orb. For the Oracle's fourth team guaranteed to lose, and <gasps> I'm seeing myself. You what shall is, what does see that mean? yourself. I see a fleur de lis. <gasps> I see another crack in the bell. Oh no! Oh no, Philadelphia, you're gonna lose! Oh no! Lefko thinks you're gonna lose. Sharon Lefko thinks you're gonna lose. She actually doesn't think they're gonna lose this week. How dare you, Sharon? <laughs> Don't you go against me on the Oracle. Bruce Lefko, does he think they lose? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. The Saints are awesome. All right. I like this. I'm looking into the orb. Four of the guarantees have been made. One guarantee remains. And all I see is a horse. What does that mean? It means it shall get striketh by lightning. <laughs> Broncos, you shall lose to the Chargers. Your run defense is not good. <laughs> I don't trust thy run defense. I don't trust thy Case Keenum to take care of thy football. It may be a home game for you in the Los Angeles area, but this is thy Chargers year, and they shall win these close games this year. Sorry, Denver, you're losing. The five teams guaranteed to lose have been set. The Oracle has spoken. Jacksonville, goodbye. Washington, see you later. Detroit, good to know ya. Denver, good riddance. And Philadelphia will likely prove you wrong. I'm sorry, the Oracle of a foreign one. Ah, man. 
That was a good one. I like that we changed it up. I think we you should literally do a- asked to change it up last week. I know. I forgot. Yeah. I think we should have a new theme every week. Can we do that? Like yeah, next no problem. Week? Whatever you need, just let me know, and uh, yeah, we'll take it's care of it. It's the silliest thing we do all week. Yeah. What I just yeah? What theme do you want next week? Uh, I don't know. You, you guys come up with it. Let's Mexican, right. Italian. No, let's just go what with it. Let's just go with it. Whatever it is. Whatever you guys. Whatever Nikki G thinks. Nikki G, you yeah, officially Nick, have Nick. A, you got it, man. You got it, Nick. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can't wait. I also thought about. I really wanted to pick the Packers and guaranteed to lose. I just couldn't do it. Oh. Yeah. For Thursday night. Yeah, I, I, I thought about it. The rare Thursday night GTL where the viewers get to see it Friday morning. I know. I think you did it one other time this year. I think, I, I think you're right, too. And you got it. I, I can't remember. I think it was with a – I don't know what it was. But know. All right, so wait, getting back to it, what are we going to do Monday night for watching the game? I don't know. You tell me. You want to go – not here. Oh, Leave me alone. It, we go get some well-done steaks in the city. goes missing game of the year for match of the year. Yeah, right? Damn. All right, Man. let's wrap up this podcast. All right, that was good. Uh, hit us up, as always, at Simpson Lufko on social. Uh, Fendrick will be manning the DMs and letting me know when appropriate. Uh, but as always, for Sims. Peace out, homies. Fendrick would say, good evening. And the L-E-F-K-O-E, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> Try again. The L-E-F-K-O-E, man, says, holla, 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 holla. If Delta doesn't have this game... <laughs> I'm going to freak out of the plane. Could everyone tweet at Delta and ask for the Monday night flight to Vegas to have DirecTV on the plane? Lefko would appreciate it. Holy crap. All right. See you guys later. Have a good weekend. Game of the year.